Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Odd Imagination production. Guys, I am David Ryan Keith. He is a director, writer, cinematographer, plumber, accountant, (laughs) doctor, uh, part-time race car driver. No, but you are a filmmaker and you are the co-founder of Clear Focus Movies, making um, basically all over the world. We were just discussing before we started recording, you're in Scotland, which is freaking cool and that is where the film uh, was filmed right it was shot yeah. in, which you know we've already discussed it i'm in love with the area but it lends itself very well to to spookiness to foreboding it can be dark and moody and i think that's just incredible uh the film is i am rage basic synopsis it's this ages old cult of blood worshipers and they kind of they messed with the wrong girl, right? <laughs> That's say. right. Yeah. How did this idea come to you? It's it was a kind of weird one because I've done maybe five horror movies before this, and we had another horror movie to shoot before COVID, and then COVID killed the movies. And the idea of an action film has been floating about between some our distributor and partners for like a couple of years. They made a movie called Army of One. It was, army of one sorry and it was really successful so the idea was pitched to me to divert from horror try an action movie and try and jump on where they feel the audience is going really so it was more like a calculated decision to do this kind of film and i spoke with marta uh, the star of the film and she and i were both kind of gagged at the fact that the film starts intense it's boom boom someone's getting spoiler alert someone's getting killed in like the first five seconds yeah (laughs) this is not your your normal like slow burn we're gonna establish this whole we're gonna spend 30 minutes talking about the trees it's in your face from the start i love it some people might be like oh my god but i think that just was a nice way to like set the tone of the film yeah i think i think that's maybe unknowingly I was tapping into because I've done so many horror movies but I think when you do an independent movie because you're quite limited obviously and you're kind of your hands are tied behind your back what you can put in front of the camera it was important for us to just put it all out there as quick as we could you know it's it's, it's like a, I Am Rage is kind of like a, a throwback to like the popcorn movies I guess you know you turn your brain off and you watch like a crazy action movie for 90 minutes and then you're on to the next one so that was the kind of idea behind how we're going to kind of push it on the audience which I hope works. Well and it's not to say that there isn't a story because there is a definite like underlying story of the cult and what how they kind of interact and how they do what they do so i don't think it's not necessarily a bad way to do it because like michael bay <laughs> he just blows up five buildings three airplanes yeah. and, 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 a, and a possum we're supposed to be like but what happened but <laughs> yes and i think it's cool that you come from the this horror background and you're putting it into an action film which is something you don't always see you'll see a horror film with a little bit of like you know gunplay or something going on or you'll see an action film that has horrific moments but this is like a pretty little marriage of it and i think that's that's brilliant to be, to be honest the, the the producers of the movie were worried 
I would slip back into making a horror movie. And throughout the production, they're always reminding me this is not a horror movie. But I think like for me to kind of set, um, this might be my last film, you know what I mean? So I'm like, well, I'll put in what I know from horror movies, try and mix it with classic 80s, 90s action flicks, you know what I mean? And try and approach it that way because it, it's it's hard to make an independent movie. Well, first, you know, the budgets are really small. So it's, it's I, I kind of make these movies for myself in a weird way. I love watching movies, fun movies and that kind of thing. But yeah, it was a, it's a fine line with character development for this kind of film. You know, you see the cover and people, they, they know what they're going to get, hopefully. But yeah, it's like a fine line. How much can we push just non-stop nonsense action? And how much should we, you know, like do the basics of proper filmmaking and push the narrative along? That, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's like walking a tightrope, I guess, doing indie movies. I love that the producers are like, don't decapitate anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was so much more violent and gory, the movie, and they made us really tone it down to about 5% of what I wanted to really... To show to show in the film, which is maybe a good, it was probably a smarter move, but it's it's hard to make so many horror films because it's ingrained in your mindset when you're shooting a movie. So I think I just subconscious unconsciously is that the right word, kind of fall back into it, which mm-hmm. has kind of made this movie like a weird hybrid of martial arts horror action. I don't know. Yeah, it's a strange one. You tend to write what you know or write what you're comfortable as. And speaking of martial arts, uh, the the gentleman at the very beginning. Anyways, there's a gentleman in there and he's like actually a martial arts expert, right? Yeah, I think I think um I'm trying to think. Marta had a friend come up to shoot the yeah. intro, and he was like a stunt, a stunt guy. But there was proper martial arts. Hannah Bang Benz, who's like the lead, she's like a proper, proper martial artist. And of course, our stunt, the guy that did all the choreography, the stunt choreography, was you know like professional martial artist, stunt, stunt guy. If you know what I mean. So it was that was maybe the hardest part of getting the movie made was to find people that firstly would agree agree to do a weird movie like this but people that could actually act but still deliver on the screen you know i've watched a lot of martial arts when i uh when i was a kid and all that and the movies really live or die by you know what you see put in front of you and it can kill the movie instantly if it's not done reasonably well i'll say (laughs) i'm not saying we did it the best but we'll give it a good go well, no, and you're right and about having the people that know their their crafts, multiple crafts, but specifically uh, with the fight scenes and things like that, because it lends uh, credibility and it shows, you know, accuracy of, of the sport itself. And you're talking to someone who grew up with Seagal, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme, shorts, yeah. but you know what I mean? I, I grew up with those type of movies that now looking back on, it's like, oh, <laughs> We, ooh, you know, he time traveled. What? Yeah, it's kind of like you suspend the disbelief, you know, to make your film. But you're de- you're dealing, and I am read. You're dealing with not ancient blood cults necessarily being real, but real situations. You yeah, know, yeah. Like we added in um, adrenochrome, 
which at the time was kind of loosely based on a conspiracy theory that I just thought was like, you know what I'm talking about, adrenochrome? Like, I just thought it was just so disgusting. I couldn't believe that it might actually be real. And now with this movie, The Sound of Freedom, and there's now an awareness about this adrenochrome coming out. Is it real? Does this actually happen? So now I'm kind of like, oh, my word. You know what I mean? Should we have put that in this movie? That Will people understand? Have I taken this too far? Are people going to think I'm just crazy? I don't know. So it's it has got like a, now it's got a more serious theme. Right. But at the, at the time, it was kind of just like me watching too many conspiracy theory videos and thinking it was something so awful that it could work in a movie. And now I'm just like, oh God, <laughs> oh my God, what have I done? I feel like a smart viewer, a viewer that watches with their with their brain would get that it's kind of like a wink, wink. Like, but that's the danger yeah. about theories. Oh, people take them so serious. We could go on a whole tangent about this, but, and that's one of them. It's like, consider your source. Technically for me, if someone believes this really outrageous flat earth, but they also believe uh, they're anti-vax, they're Bitcoin, you know, it's kind of like, let me look at your, your little library of beliefs over here before I take anything you say seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how it, it this this is a small independent movie, so it'll probably just wash away. Aww. But I'm curious to see for the people that do watch the movie and kind of roughly have maybe heard of stuff like this, how it's they interpret it. Because the movie's it's a silly movie. At the heart of the movie, it's it's pretty silly. It's just like a fun action film. So yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for the reviews coming in like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's going to mistake it for, like, uh, Schindler's List. But they're also No, but there is, there is people out there that might look into that and be like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? What? That's what we're kind of worried about when you're right. It's not Schindler's List, of course. It's But it's, it's also not like Biodome. You know, it's not a stupid film. It has a heart. It has a great story. Uh, and concept and hannah is a badass i mean fighting literally fighting for her life and just being the baddest biatch on screen you know i was just i was thoroughly like overwhelmed with how talented she and marta as well marta i kind of geeked out more about her video game background to be honest but it was just you picked the right people you put them in the right location and you gave them the right words, honestly, in the right direction. Oh, good. I mean, it was when they they wanted to have like a, it really is a female led action movie. So once we d- it was confirmed we were going to go down this route, it was so important to cast the right f- female, you know, the goodie, the goodie and the baddie. It doesn't work. If either one doesn't work, then the movie doesn't work. And this, movie i can't remember a movie that has like a big classic mono a mono between two women at the end so it's i don't know can you i can't really remember like like a a good cheesy 80s fight oh i'm thinking but you're right i mean aside from like where it's supposed to be funny and stupid and like a romantic comedy but not in a serious yeah to me i think of strong female sarah connor right yeah (laughs) <laughs> but who did she fight? She fought robots and other men. <laughs> it's like, you know. Yeah. 
So I'm hoping that like this maybe is something a little bit different. I'm sure people will action fans will be like, oh, you know, I mean, they're used to mostly male dominated or whatever action movies or whatever. But I'm hoping we've kind of made it brutal enough that, you know, we're ticking the boxes for the audience. Well, you know, there's going to be those certain types uh, that are, you know, the ones that lost their minds at the end of Endgame where it was the girl power, you know, helping Captain Marvel, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we kind of got a, t- a taste of it. The trailer came out on, is it called IGN? It's like mm-hmm. a game. And, uh, like, I was like, oh, there are, there's quite a lot of comments of people, like, complaining it's women fighting women. I was like, I thought this might was the strongest asset for the, for a movie like this. So I, it's going to be really, in, like I'm doing, like all the actors are on strike, so they're rolling out the directors to do the promotion. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen any reviews. I don't know if people like this movie. Some kind of like a deer in the headlights. Like, <laughs> uh, is this movie? You know, does people, is it, do people like the movie? <laughs> so the, to see the comments coming off the trailer, I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> The problem is, and I don't know if it's misogyny or if it's uh, being an incel or whatever the the tag word is for it, but just a certain type of people, if they were wearing lingerie and fighting and pulling hair, they'd be, yes, but because they were strong, uh, capable, you know, badasses that were fighting each other, like, what's this crap? You know, it's, it's, yeah, I feel you on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just never saw it coming. I just always, I honestly always thought this kind of might separate it from the usual martial art movie we get with the, the guy. It's, you know, the stories are all similar. So I thought, you know, really two a female-led cast were there doing martial arts, doing what most fans associate with, like you said, like Van Damme or all the old greats and all that was would be the strength. So, but like I say, they always say don't... Um, read the reviews yeah. <laughs> so something like this talking to to people that actually saw a lot of these people leave comments just off trailers you know or just yeah. what they, i know people don't get me started about social media but people are on social media bitching about the new marvels movie coming out oh this uh, is crap i'm like why because it's a bunch of girls i mean what's your problem with it they did the yeah. same thing you hope it seems like anything that's female led and get me off my soapbox, but it's like, come on. It, it's true. And it's always the people that talk loudest that you normally hear. It stays on social media, but like female action movies, they have an audience because we wouldn't be getting asked to make them. Right. We just don't maybe hear enough from the people that, that really enjoy them, I guess. I feel like it's a, uh, I don't know. It's like a, maybe like a low self-esteem or something like that for people that comment. Yeah. And I, I look, I, I walked out of Indiana Jones three hundred million dollar picture, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's rubbish. <laughs> but, you know, and, uh, and like my movie's like a quarter of a million dollars. So <clears throat> I think also I've got to say that obviously it's an indie movie, and that's one of the the things independent directors have to kind of go against is these movies get put out in the same kind of sphere as much bigger movies, and the audience don't care. It's like I'm not there in their living room saying it's only an indie movie. Remember, we didn't have that much money, so they judge it with against bigger movies. So I guess <clears throat> that's also another 
factor in people's comments, I guess. I hope. Well, maybe not hope. Well, <laughs> if that <yeah>. makes sense. Because <laughs> not that I self-published a book, but I'm saying like my my self-published book is going to be up on the shelf next to Stephen King. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, Harrison's going to be there, and it's not fair. You need to to value it for its for what it is. Yeah, no. yeah, it's it's a not yeah, it's a difficult one. I mean, well, everybody is pretty harsh critic anyway these days. There's so much content. There's so much movies. I mean, so much, it's tough. Yeah, so much bravery online because you wouldn't say that to someone's face. Yeah, it's like I guess the internet's like the wild west of a anonymous people. There is yeah, it's like a weird a weird thing, but. That's, I guess that's what happened. The same with you. You wrote a book. Now you put yourself out. Yeah. And now you just got to prepare for the good and the bad. And uh, take it on the chin, I guess. If my opinion matters for anything, I'm not a huge... I'm actually a big horror fan. And, you know, sci-fi horror. That's my... What I'm drawing... That's, that's my comfort area. Yeah. And I'm not crazy about action films and... I maybe I'm just a Michael Bay person. I don't I didn't think I was, but like I love Transformers. Anything that's like not whimsical but fantastical like that. Like your yeah. action where it's like you wouldn't really catch me watching a Steven Seagal film. I'm sorry. No offense to Steven. I, I understand. This film, like we said, it walked that fine line. It was the perfect balance of bloody and action and um the contradiction, the the fighting between them, it was perfect for someone like me that wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, you, you know, I'm glad you said that. You're right. Like Michael Bay movies, fantastical popcorn movies. And that's exactly what we tried to do this on. Obviously, a much smaller budget is not take it too seriously, make it as fun as possible, kind of not winking at the audience. But, you know, there's a lot of martial arts in there that are just done for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a hyper-realistic, weird world where, right. you know, Hannah goes around and just basically beats the, using all martial arts moves we could possibly get her to do. I think right. if I if I was to make it quite serious and quite gritty, I'm not, I'm not, maybe it would be better, maybe, but I just, for me personally, it's just a bit more fun. It's a, yeah. you know, a 90-minute movie, you put it on, switch your brain off, watch Hannah Bang Bands kick the, you know, kick everyone to death. And then you're on to your next movie. <laughs> I think if it was darker or grittier, I I think it would be a heavier film. I think yeah. it would not necessarily harder to watch, but harder for a broader audience to watch because some yeah. people yeah, heavy. Like, you, you could have you could have made it a lot darker, but then you wouldn't be able to do stuff like the martial arts. It just would never fit and it would destroy the movie on the first kick or, you know, and there, I mean, there was a time when, when it was kind of thought, you know, which way should we go before? I was like, let's go the hard target way, Van Damme film way. They were like, maybe we should go down or a more serious route. So it's one of those things, I guess I'll never know unless I do a sequel. And I do like a more serious version, but wow. yeah, I'm like I'm I, I I'm a movie lover, and I enjoy watching movies like Transformers or st- stuff like that. It's just easy watching, light entertainment. Even though people are getting killed in this movie, but you know what I mean. It's it's yeah. it is light, 
entertainment. And I think it's perfect the way it is. I mean, I usually put on, I'll put something on. It's been really hard with this strike right now because I'm trying not to like stream anything because like I'm trying to stand in solidarity with them because what they're striking for is important. But so I put on, I like to put on a movie or something as I'm falling asleep or to help me fall asleep. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I put on uh, Star Trek Four, The Voyage Home. (laughs) Yeah. Biggest cheese fest of a movie. And it's, it's just something I feel like you have to open yourself up to. You can't take everything you watch so freaking seriously. Are you going to be yeah. disappointed? Because exactly. you're a creative mind, you're a filmmaker. You see the whimsy. You see the fun. And I mean, just looking at your past films, your horror films, there's still an element of like, wee in it. I don't know how better to say it. So yeah. Like I tried the dark and gritty, depressing horror movies, and then tried like more lighter horror movies, and yeah, for someone who you know these films are made in like eighteen days, and it's just like a pressure cooker. So you want I'm at the time I'm like getting older now, so I want the the experience of making a movie to be a bit more fun and lighthearted, also. And I think maybe that's kind of carried through in I Am Rage, where. You know, making a movie is a really weird thing because we're all grown adults, yet we're all doing really silly, childish things to make a movie. It's not normal in a way. It's like, obviously, it's a profession, skilled people do it. But sometimes I look around and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm 42. And there's some guy with the toy guns like, pew, pew, pew. I was doing this when I was 12. It's the same thing. So it's, Yeah. I don't know. But funnily enough, there was someone who got in contact for a movie I made years ago that said he puts that on to make him fall asleep, but it was more in a, ne- a negative way. <laughs> well, that guy, he doesn't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> it was a good Love comment. You. It was a good comment, though. Do you do you like kind of like snort laugh like huh, when you see something like that? Are you like, ow? You know what? Some like... Like over this is like my sixth movie, and to begin with, the comments are obviously at first a bit jarring because you put a lot of effort into, like, say, writing a book or making a movie. There's a lot of it's a hard work to do these kind of things, and then when boom, someone just comes in and's like, "This is the biggest pile of the." So, but my over the years, I actually find some of the comments quite witty. And funny, actually. So quite a, a lot of the negativity for me, I find quite funny when right. it's not like a deeply personal attack for someone who's made a movie. You know, it's it's only a movie. But yeah, to begin with, I remember I was just like, wow, this is pretty full on. And obviously you get more of the people. Like, I can't remember the last time I typed a review for a good movie. So that, but you'll be sure as hell that someone's going to give you a bad review. Regard, yeah. You know, they'll take the time to tell you how this movie <laughs> should have been made or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's fair dues. But as long as they're, they're funny, I'm like, bring them on, bring it on. <laughs> it's kind of like when your kid like sasses you and you have to laugh because it's actually good. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly like that. And some things are, some comments are brilliant. And I, even some constructive criticism in bad reviews actually is quite good as well sometimes you look at it and go he's right he's give this zero out of ten but his constructive criticism was actually correct so it's 
you know, it's one of those things. You put yourself out there, you just got to, unfortunately, accept what comes with it, I guess. I'm lucky because I just make the movies, but I guess for actors in that, it must be 2,000 times worse. I can't even imagine out there. Well, I got to give you mad, mad props for, for stepping in and taking on the interviews because yeah, it's like to kind of stay behind the scenes and kind of like... Uh, yeah, I'm definitely someone who likes to stay behind the curtain like this and just yeah. kind of peek, peek out when the film comes out. <laughs> so... Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I, I obviously I understand what's going on with the actors and that, and I think it's been crazy for years. Like, I'm independent, but I've worked with SAG actors before, and I've heard the horror stories and all that kind of stuff, so fair dues. Well, I have to tell you, you're, you're a brilliant interview subject. You're, you're oh, going... thank you. <laughs> now you just have ten more. <laughs> ten more. Yeah, this is only my second interview, so I'm like, ooh. We'll see how this goes. I'll either sink my own film or I'll just scrape through it. That's what I'm always worried about. I end up criticizing my own work and right. doing the well, opposite of promotion. <laughs> this is a, this is a safe space here. I'm a mom. I love your film. I love what you guys do. You are safe here. Mama, take care of you. <laughs> Good. Thank you. <laughs> Comes out August first. It's going to be August first. Yeah, on demand and. Is there going to be a, a physical DVD as well? There's going to be a DVD. Um, so they say, yeah, digital and DVD. Um, it's on the usual platforms. Hopefully, maybe we get some of the bigger ones further down the line. But, uh, or maybe, yeah. I guess there's no other films being made right now. Yeah, they're <laughs> fun. Could be top of the list. Yeah. They're like, well, we'll take the one from way down there. Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> out in, wow, like 11 days or whatever. So yeah, my fingers are de most definitely crossed. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Well, can people follow you on social media or follow the company? Keep up with yeah, you? Yeah, I'm uh, on YouTube, Clear Focus Movies. We've got like our own YouTube channel where we kind of self-promote our own movies and their back catalog of movies. But yeah, you can... There's so many social medias now, I can't even remember, like Twitter, Facebook, whatever. You can find us somewhere. Under Clear Focus Movies? That's it. Perfect. And what's up next for you besides doing all the work promoting your film? So tonight, even though I'm not invited to the meeting, there's a meeting about a, like a big action film, hopefully, we're going to get to do. It was based like on a... And speaking about Michael Bay, I mean, there was interest from the writer of The Island on this movie. So it was going like this and then COVID killed it. So they're speaking about it tonight. But obviously the actor strike probably delay the movie. But yeah, I'm going to give another action film a, a go. And if that all fails, I'll just crawl back to the horror world and start rebuilding. With with loving arms, if that were to happen. But I yeah, don't I do. I love the horror movies. I do. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think you're going to do quite well in whatever genre you decide to step into. Maybe not. Oh, thank the you. Maybe not the what? Sorry. The rom-coms. <laughs> Maybe not. You know, my wife every year tells me I should make a rom-com. Every year. Really? So, and I do watch all the rom-coms. I watch Ooh. them all. So maybe one year. You're better than <laughs> I. I can't, I can't help but like them. I know hey, I shouldn't, but everybody has like, even if you're a 
you know, you're, you're a dead ass heavy metal fan. You have that one country song that you like, right? Everybody has it. Yeah. So I did watch Ella Enchanted the other night. Let me just be, be honest about that. Enchanted. <laughs> I'd rather not. I'd rather watch films like I Am Rage or Redwoods <laughs> Massacre or Evil Dead. That's, that's my comfort area. Yeah. But you're going to do well. And I think you're going to, you're going to shine at whatever you choose to. And if you refer to yourself as old one more time, I'm going to have to come to Scotland and smack you. You're not. Uh, yeah. Well, I look at my beard. My beard gets grayer every film I make. And I'm oh, like, no. is that just the stress of making independent cinema? Or am I just getting old now? Yeah. It's, this is a young man's game. This, this movie making. 40 is the new 30 is what they say. They say that. I wish my body knew that. Until my knees. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I feel it the most as I'm getting older. My knees, it's so depressing. But you're proud of yourself when you stand up and they don't pop, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's I could record my knees for the next horror movie to get the bone breaks. Yes, absolutely. Forget celery; just use your own knees. You're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been amazing. I look no, forward thank to you. the rest of the world chiming in and finding out about I Am Rage because it, it's a really, really good film. Oh, and good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Popcorn, get your chocolates, sit down and enjoy it. That's it. That's, that's what should be on the cover. There you go. Pay, pay me my residuals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what do they pay in residuals now? It's like one cent. So yes. we'll get it over. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> From your dollars to mine, forget about it. We'll call yeah. it even. <laughs> Wonderful night and thank you so much. No, thank you. And yeah, have a good night or day, wherever it is in the US. It's dayish. Dayish. It's, it's like nine coming up to nine o'clock here in Scotland. So back to the kids and then bed. That's how exciting it is these days. <laughs> and uh, just embrace some of that cold weather for me because it's hot. Here. Oh, I will. Don't worry. I will. I have to step out this house in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well you have a wonderful night. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org.